Here's your playoff rankings. Number one, LSU. Two, Ohio State. Three, Clemson. Four, Georgia, which is ludicrous. They lost to South Carolina. They just give the benefit of the doubt so much to the SEC that it is maddening. That's true for Alabama, too. They just lost. At least Alabama lost to the best team in the country. These are the vagaries of basing this whole thing on opinion. It's flat stupid. South Carolina is four and six. Why not put Oregon in there? Oregon has one loss to a SEC team. That's right, and that's working against them. If the SEC gets all this respect, shouldn't that actually be working for them? From the Bleacher Report, Howard Beck. With the Jazz, we know exactly what they are, what they have. There's nothing to really say like this team lacks any particular basketball skill. They're fine. They're like a really good, solid, deep roster. And what we're going to judge them on week after week from now until the spring and when assessing their readiness to contend is how do they match up with the most talented teams in the conference or in the league for that matter. But especially because we know the star power of the conference. Those are not doubts about them. It's just that's the bar that they have to be measured by. Utah, their their path to get in, really, what they have to do is they have to absolutely massacre these last four teams left and just cream Oregon in the Pac-12 title game. But how stupid a standard is that? And what difference does it make? All you have to do is win. That's all you should have to do. All this other stuff is cosmetics. Okay, you're going to beat Arizona by 45 points instead of 25. And that makes you worthy somehow? It's stupid. But that's the path to get in. These are things that shouldn't really matter. Chris Maddox, Bogdanovich, has surprised us a little bit. This dude is not just a spot-up shooter. What people who didn't watch Bojan last year missed was a guy that carried that offense. He was the number one option on that team when Victor Oladipo went down. He's that good. He's capable of being an alpha. I don't think it's his best role. Certainly not one on a championship team, but that's not what the Jazz are asking of him. Having him there in that second, third type of role is a huge asset to have. And that was one of the better signings of the offseason because his ability to take over games and make big shots, I mean, that's something he at a high level last year. We have three tickets to give away. For what? What do they have to do? They have to come in. What's a good song they could sing? I'm a little teapot. <laughs> what if they're a sugar bowl? I don't know. Have you ever seen that joke? Uh, no. The performer gets up in front of everybody with their hands on their hips and says, I'm a little teapot. Here is my handle. Here is my, oh, heck, my sugar bowl or something like that. So, so how do you explain that? <laughs> I don't really think a quarterback should ever lose a starting job based on injury. What do you think about the overall sentiment? I think you have to evaluate. If Baylor Romney had played like Steve freaking Young, I'm not going to give Zach Wilson his job back just because that saying exists. But who has the higher ceiling? If it's Zach Wilson, then you give him the nod. If I were the coaching staff, I would still say Zach Wilson is my QB1, and I'm going to operate under that until the offseason. And then if you want to open it up in spring and fall, uh, go for it. But I think Baylor's been good, but not good enough to supplant Zach Wilson. So are you going to come up with something to give away these tickets or no? How I come I got to come up with all the brilliance over here? How about you? Do you have an idea? I told you the teapot thing. Okay. And the then teapot. you had to go off and do an anecdote about a some ridiculous joke that, that <laughs> barely makes sense. I saw that once at a theater. This actress got up in front of everybody and did the teapot thing. Let's not go back to the teapot thing. We move forward. All let's right. let's not look in the rear view mirror here. Let's, let's, here is my handle. Here is my other handle. See? Uh, we, got, we got it. Okay. Yeah, we got it. Hilarious. Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is... 
is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Is everybody ready? Everybody's working for the weekend. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. It's Friday. I'm in love. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Welcome on in. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, thank you very much for making us a part of your Friday. Big thanks to our title sponsor, Mountain America Credit Union. Get 0% interest on all purchases through May of 2020 with a Mountain America credit card. For details, visit macu.com or call 1-800-748-4302. We are live today at the warehouse, the Salt Lake location, 1967 South, 300 West. Hi, Gordon. How you doing, Jake? I'm good, man. It's been a good day. How are you doing? I am doing well. I'm doing pretty well. Your day hasn't been hasn't been what I would classify as good, but you are here, so that's good. I am here, and I am able to speak. Uh, I did spend a little time in the dentist chair today, and uh, thanks, uh, Doc, for uh, taking good care of me. But I had a I had a crown put on a temporary crown. And, you know, they got to drill down on those. And it's such a pleasant smell, you know, as they're, you smell the burning of tooth. Oh, my, like, my mouth is irritated just thinking, <laughs> thinking of anyway, that. Anyway, I have a great dentist, and uh, he did a good job. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to complain about that. Heck, uh, you know, I mean. It's uh, yeah, so it's, it's, it's a good day. It's 64 degrees yeah, outside, you know. It's, uh, what is it, November what, 15th? I did. Uh, I did promise, by the way, to let you know if you got a little drooly. <laughs> you so would let the, me know. Uh, I will yeah. let you know if you get a little drooly. But we're we're glad you're here. And yeah, spending two hours in the dental chair is is the worst. It might be on the absolute bottom of my list of things that I would want to do with two hours of my time. So, well, uh, yeah, but I decided that I would do the. Uh, you know, I I do two in one. I got the cleaning. And then I got the uh, the, got the drill. The, 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 and then I got the temporary crown. So uh, so anyway, uh, half my face is numb right now. But that, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm doing all right. How are you doing today, Jake? I'm I'm terrific. You having a good day? Uh, yeah, actually, I'm having a great day. Took the uh, took my daughter's swim lessons. That was fun. You did? I did. You had a meeting this morning, didn't you? I, I always have a meeting yeah. on Friday mornings. Yes, there. It's it's always the highlight of any week. I hardly ever go to meetings. You don't say. <laughs> I hadn't noticed. <laughs> right, should I? No, I, I think if, if you uh, can live your life avoiding meetings, you can continue to do so. But, you know, the, the station has to run, so we have to meet occasionally. So yeah, everybody's yeah, on, the, I, on yeah. the same page. How <laughs> about a little something for the effort? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, it's kind of a, some meetings are very, very necessary. Yeah. Well, good. Well, I'm glad, uh, I'm glad you were having a good day. And we hope all of our listeners out there, thanks for taking the time on a Friday to listen to our show. And we hope you're getting stoked and psyched for your sports weekend. Absolutely. Yeah. Because there's some stuff to look forward to tonight, as you mentioned, and some stuff to look forward to tomorrow. Mike Conley's back in Memphis. Yeah, a is. little homecoming. Yep. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll get to that throughout the show. We'll get to college football. Gordon's list uh, we have as well. 
Uh, in fact, you want to get you want to get right to the list. Might as well. Oh, we're, we're, we're here at the warehouse, by the way. We're going to talk to Race a little bit later on. Tom's in Miami. He is. Tom is in Miami. Well, race, race is. He's going to take care of our our folks uh, in Tom's absence. Well, he usually likes to try to outdo Tom. Yeah. Uh, because you know the boss is is away. Well, see, this is what I like about the relationship. Because when Tom's here and he's slashing prices, Race is yelling at him. You can't do that. But when Tom's gone, then Race is uh, is worse. Worse being better. Yeah, the Tom. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I, I had friends contacting me this morning saying, uh, asking for directions to the warehouse because you and I talk to our friends. We don't just say this on the air. We tell our friends about the great, the great deals down here, and, and we share this information with them privately as well. Oh, yeah. Tell people all the time they'd be literally insane to go anywhere else. Do you hear that, race? Do we get a cut? Uh, see, there you go. So, race not that we're in it for ourselves in any way, shape, or form. Race will uh, jump on with us a little bit later. Uh, we do have jazz gear to give away if you want to come in and say hello. Um, also, don't forget about their Orem store, the grand opening there on University Parkway. Uh, awesome new store for them. So, uh, don't forget about that as well. My only complaint about coming here, and it looks like we got some jazz tickets. We too. do have jazz tickets, so you can come in and enter to win those. They're for the uh, Minnesota game, I believe. No. There, Bird. All right. Are you really going to do that? What? Are Are you really going to call him Bert? Well, I am. I I usually do. Yeah, <laughs> Austin Facer, our on-site engineer, and I guess Austin Horton isn't with us, so I could call Austin Facer Austin today without his their given name. But instead, being... no, you're going to go with Bert. And the reason for going with Bert—that's his nickname. I know. But how did you come up with the nickname? I don't know. Just came to me. We were, like, ju- we were like just the... doing a show one day, right? And we got confused between the Austins because we were talking to Bert. <laughs> and Austin thought we were talking to him. And and so, so Bert it was. So Bert it was. Yeah. Anyway, my only complaint about doing a show from the warehouse here is that you and I are sitting on a sofa that's very comfortable. It is quite comfortable. So if, keep the energy up over there. Okay. All you've, right. you've only got two hours today. So I All expect right. I expect the energy to be high because, by the way, at 5 o'clock, Jazz pregame will uh, will take over. And uh, I will be live at the warehouse for Jazz pregame today. Yes, you will. All right. I got my list. So let's, let's do, do it. it. All right. Uh, Adrian, back at uh, our Carrier Studios at Vivint Smart Home Arena. Adrian, uh, hit it. And now, another look into the mind of Gordon Monson. I know. We're all terrified. Let's just try to get through this together. This is Gordon's List on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Previously on Gordon's List. If you were going to have a tail growing out of some part of your body, where would you pick to have that tail? I'm a cheese fanatic, but I'm not a connoisseur. I was not a spanker. I got the Thanksgiving, I got the Classic, and I got the Rickster. And I ordered your sherry pie Oh, yeah. I have seen spankings before, but not like that. I think all of those magical moments were from yesterday. (laughs) Magical moments. <laughs> that was that's, that was a special show yesterday. If it delivered all of those uh, magical moments, did you get the cherry pie shake? Uh, no, I did not. I did, and it was believe me, I got home with it, 
and it was like disappearing in five different directions at once. How how good was that uh, the Thanksgiving? Oh, uh, all slider. of it. Yeah, all of it, it was, was good. It was yeah. all terrific. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gordon's List, by the way, brought to you by Tim Daly, Nissan, Southtown. Uh, real quick, Adrian is filling in for Austin today. Uh, before we, we crack the list, how did the live uh, m- uh, remote movie zone go yesterday? I uh, did very well. Austin F. or Bert did a great job uh, teching, and uh, it was a lot of fun. We saw the original cars that the movie is based on, Ford vs. Ferrari. The Millers have... The actual cars that won the race, not the not remakes. They have the actual cars. Did you jump behind the wheel? No, they did not allow anyone to do that. Oh, but yeah, you priceless would, you pieces been. of American history. So <laughs> you would have been roughed up something fierce well before you got to that yes, car if yes. Adrian had, had tried to. Jump. No, no, but I, I've seen those cars uh, back when the Millers uh, had kept them out at uh, out at the track in Grantsville, and it, I mean. Those cars are amazing, and I've Adrian. Have you seen Ford versus Ferrari? I've, I've not. heard it's really. I've heard it's really good. I'm very excited to see it, though. Original movies cool can be a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. So anyway, the the movie zone did a live remote yesterday. I was curious. Uh, all right, Gordon, where are we starting? We're starting in Memphis. You mentioned the Jazz are there to play the Grizzlies, and uh, Mike Conley's really the story here. Uh, obviously, the Jazz want to win this game, but the biggest side story of the whole thing, Mike Conley going home to a place that adores him, you know. Although, do you think the uh, the the emergence of the young fella back there is making people forget about Mike? Um, no, 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 no. I, I don't think they'll ever forget about Mike. He's, he's the iconic player in their team's history. I mean, unless you're a big country Reeves fan. <laughs> uh, he is, you know, he is their John and Carl in a sense, right? Yeah. I mean, he's he's their kind of iconic player. I don't think they'll ever forget Mike. But I'll tell you what John Morant does is it makes it easier to divorce yes. from Mike Conley on yeah. both sides uh-huh. where it's like, okay, yeah. it's it's time. Go flourish elsewhere. Well, Mike Conley, I think about his reputation as being a nice guy and a community-involved guy and and 12 years of it. Yeah, I mean, that builds up over time, and people really, really love him back there. So, And, uh, and by the way, Memphis is a lot like Salt Lake. It's not a, a huge, huge city, and it's not like they're swimming in professional sports either. So kind of it, it's a little bit different, I think, with those, those smaller markets. Sorry. Yeah, so it'll be fun. It'll be fun to, to watch that tonight. Yeah, I'm excited and, and, about it. And, yeah. and it. and I'm excited to see John Morant, too. And quite frankly, I think Mike Conley is happy to be in Utah. He's excited about the prospects for the Jazz. It's not like he's sitting there going, oh, man, I wish I was still back here. I, I think he's been through the roughest part of the transition and moving and all that stuff, the upheaval and whatnot, and now he's able to start settling in. And so this is, this is good all the way around. Dante Exum. Coming back. Might play tonight. He's was he probable? Probable, yeah. So if he does play, are we looking at sub ten minutes? I would think so. Yeah, probably. It'll be interesting to see how Quinn uses him. Well, he should be in. I don't know if he's going to be in game shape, game shape, but he's been going pretty hard at it in practice for a while now. So he should be in decent shape. But uh, you know, 
I think they've been really careful with him. And I think they'll continue to be. Yeah. I mean. Why would you not be, by the way? Right. I mean, if it were the difference in, in the Jazz, you know, season that Dante Exum come back and contribute, that that would be one thing. But he's he's almost a luxury item at this point where if he can come back and play well for you, well, that's terrific. But if he doesn't, it, it doesn't sink the ship. Well, uh, what I, how I would use him is if I needed some defensive stops – then uh, and and, uh, and and the the, <laughs> the effort was a little thin in front of him. I would put him in the game and see what he could do. And then I'm curious eventually to see what kind of contributions he can make at the other end as well. But Dante Exum, a guy we haven't seen uh, on the floor in live action for a long, long time now. We'll see how it goes. College football for the weekend, Utah, UCLA, BYU, Idaho State, USU, Wyoming, and what, Weber, Montana? It's a pretty good weekend. Not bad. So let's take it one at a time. Utah, UCLA. Obviously, every Pac-12 game is huge for the Utes from here on. It doesn't matter who they're playing. And they're not playing the stiffest competition down the stretch, but every game is critical. And I think that reveals character of a football team. How many times have you heard somebody ask, uh, Kyle or, or, or Quinn or any coach, what's the identity of your team? And well, this is how you build that identity. I know it's getting a little long in the tooth this season. I mean, we're heading toward the the back stretch here, but what 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 are the Utes made of? Can they if they go out against the Bruins and what's the line on this game? Uh, I mean, well, it's, it's, 20. it's pretty Hang substantial. On. Yeah, it was wasn't it twenty one and a half at one point or something like that. I don't. Anyway, the Utes should win this game, but let's say they go out and face a little adversity early. Chip Kelly's a good enough coach, and it seems like he's worked this Bruin team enough to be able to pose a threat at least. So if the Utes go out and stub their toe and do some things wrong, kind of like what they did at Washington, can they come back? Can they continue to show that kind of character, the kind of uh, stick-to-itiveness that no matter what happens, doggone it, they're going to win that game. All right, uh, Utah is a 21-and-a-half-point favorite. And I, I think the Utes are going to smash the Bruins. The only thing the only thing that gives me pause, or let me put it this way, this is the only way I see UCLA really competing in this game, is if the— Turnovers? No. Well, I mean, always a factor. I don't mean to discount that. But what I have in mind is, is if Josh Kelly and Dorian Thompson-Robinson have the zone read really going. That's that's the biggest concern with UCLA. And now Utah is unbelievable against the run, so yeah. the odds of that happening uh, might be slim. But that if I think that's the only— way I see UCLA winning is if Utah is one of those games where all of a sudden they start giving up a ton of rush yards. It doesn't happen often, but it has happened. It has so, happened, but not, it's not going to happen with this team. I, I'm just that's, – that's the only way I see UCLA really – Well, I mean, if, if the U's came in ill-prepared – and, and weren't were confused by what was going on. Then I might think something like that could happen. But how about Kyle Whittingham has been sitting on this and preaching it the whole for a while now, and so I think I would be shocked if Utah is confused by what UCLA does. They they shouldn't be. But the the read option which they they run the whole game. Is is a different type of running game than some other it teams is. they faced. So. It is. There's some. There's some. Deception and uh, misdirection and that sort of thing involved in the whole thing, but I, I I agree with you. I mean, I see the Utes winning this game like thirty-five to ten. Yeah, I think they should they should uh, they should smash them. So, in other words, they should cover that. Spread. I, I would think so. What about the over/under at fifty-two? 
Well, I just said, what did I say, 35, 10, 45, 52? Uh, so you're taking the under. I would take the under, but yeah, but I, I this is why I don't bet, because it's clear to me that that number could be exceeded. Uh, yeah, well, other. I mean, the, the mostly from the Utes side, in my opinion. Well, the question is, do do the Utes run it up? I mean, if I was thinking about the the over under, I'd take the I'd take the over if Utah did what what it should do, what it would be smart to do, and that's score fifty points on this Bruin team. But I, you know, that's not really Kyle Whittingham style. Will the Utes run it up? Has uh, has Chip Kelly ever flipped Kyle off or anything? Like that? Uh, not not no, I don't think so. No. All right. I in fact we should go back and look at this cuz I wonder how many times Wits faced Chip Kelly. I'm trying to think how many times we saw Chip Kelly at Pac-12 Media Day. Hmm. I don't know. Was at the how long ago did he leave? Was Helfrich there? Helfrich was there 4 years? Something like that. Willie Taggart was there a year and this is Cristobal's second, so We'll see how anyway, it goes. Anyway, he, he's probably only faced him a couple of times. Oh, and Utah didn't play Oregon the first 2 years they were in the league. Oh, that's right. They missed Oregon and Stanford the first two years they were in the league. So I don't. I there's don't, not. So there's probably not a lot of history. He there. he played against Chip Kelly in '09, and they lost, which was a pretty good game for a, a long time. That was the first loss Utah had had in like over a year. Hmm. But anyway, that, not the point. But BYU Idaho State. Uh, come on, come on. The Cougars could score seventy points in this game if they want. Yeah, I would think so. I, I don't even know what to say about that game. I guess there's some interest because Zach Wilson might might play. Might play. It's it's senior day. Senior day. So yeah. you know that always. Uh, do they still do the blanket thing down at I BYU? Think so. Yeah. So you know those are special games. USU Wyoming. Anything? Uh, Heck yeah! That that's going to be a, a a great game. That might be the most intriguing local game. Of uh, of the week, Wyoming can be tough. And they Utah are tough. State is trying to to right the ship, and they have a chance to uh, to to reach their goals uh, in conference. So we'll see how that goes. Weber, Montana, great game. That the Big Sky title probably on the line in that one. And two um, highly ranked teams, I believe. What's Montana ranked? Oh, well, I'd have to they fifth, fourth, fourth, fifth. And, and so, and that atmosphere up there in Missoula, I've I've. Uh, had well, I still do actually have some family up there, and it is, it is a Montana football town. So that should be that should be an incredibly fun game. Okay, I have in front of me here one, two, three, four, five, six, six questions, totally unrelated one to another, that are pressing that I need to ask you. Oh. And ask our listeners. Oh. So I want to get a response from you, and I want to get a response from all our listeners out there at Gordon Monson, at Jake Scott Zone. We got to get to that. And no bailing out, Jake. No saying, oh, that's a dumb question. I'm not going to participate. You have to. No. You have you to participate. You can't uh, decide that for me. You have to. <laughs> no. Yes. You do. Since when could you order me around like There's that? There's nothing here that is going to embarrass you in any way. Okay. It's just begging for your insight. I see. All right. Uh, we are here at the warehouse. Let's get race over here. Uh, 1967 South, 300 West. Come on by and see us. Gordon's going to have some questions for me. 
And well, for our listeners, not just for you. I'm, I'm, a little, I'm a little nervous about the whole thing, but uh, we'll get to no, that no, right no, around no. the it's corner. There's nothing you can't handle. Uh, but jumping on with us now, Race from the Warehouse. Race, first and foremost, it's, uh, it's good to see you. Let's get his uh, ears turned up a little bit. Uh, Race, it's good to see you. We, uh, we were talking about it. You, um, you, you uh, and I heard Tom talking about it last week. Well, I'm glad you're on your feet. You were in a car accident. Yeah. What? Somebody was texting and decided to hit the rear end of my car. And this is like the third time this is happening? Third time at a stop sign, minding my own business, and rear-ended. How's you your neck, your back? Everything it, all right? Drugs work wonderful. <laughs> 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 I, well, I, I, if I were you, I'd just stop stopping. Just I, keep, just, just keep on going. I got Say, that bumper sticker off that says, "Please hit me." Seriously. Every every time you're uh, you're driving and you pull up at a stoplight or something like that, look in your rearview mirror. I did. I watched the whole accident. She never looked up. There was just nothing. Nothing. There was nowhere I could do. for you to go. Nope. Car in front of me. Car on both sides. Unbelievable. Hey, uh, tomorrow's the big game day here in Utah. The University of Utah playing, what, UCLA? BYU's playing Idaho State. Let me ask you, how are you going to watch the game? Probably sitting in an old sofa, maybe an old recliner that doesn't recline anymore just to watch the game. Let's see if we can help you out. Remember, Tom's gone this week again. He says, now, don't give away the store, but... I don't think he's listening right now, so we're okay. <laughs> this is an incredible deal. How about a double reclining Klossner sofa? Klossner is one of the top manufacturers in the United States. Right down the street, 1225 today. I only have 10 of them left. If you come in today, tomorrow, or Monday, I'll sell you one for $3.99. Oh, you can recline back, watch the game in comfort. If you don't want a sofa, how about a recliner? I'll start them out at one ninety nine for a recliner. Rocker recliner Ooh. starting at one ninety nine. Ah, show me those. Oh, yeah, Gordon, we're going home with a recliner <laughs> <Yeah>. tonight. <laughs> Six hundred dollar recliners. How about two ninety nine, three nineteen, three ninety nine? That's a great deal. Unbelievable. And remember, we'll deliver these to you in time for the game tomorrow. Look wow. at you. So come in and see us. All right, 1967 South, 300 West here in Salt Lake. And also, don't forget about the grand opening of their Orem location, 86 East University Parkway, right down there in Orem. We'll have more of Gordon's List next, 97.5 and 1280 of the zone. This is DJ and PK. Joined now by Lincoln Kennedy. As you watch the Utes down the stretch, you know, three games, you're always supposed to be improving all that. They got three games till they play Oregon. What do they need to get better at? There's nothing that really stands out other than just doing what they do. As we talked about identity, I think everyone will agree. They run the ball, they play great defense. Well, they've got a great defense, outstanding defense, and they know how to run the ball. And of course, when it comes to putting up points when they have to, they know how to score. So you have a quarterback who's consistent with the program and knows how to march his team down when they need to get points. That's important. I think they're doing everything right. You just have to remain consistent and keep winning football games. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. I'm here to introduce the best coverage of the teams you're passionate about from the guys you know and trust. Go town! Turn it up. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. Yeah, yeah. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
right, man of the day. Do a little, a little Elvis. Brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets to get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. I'm a big fan of the King. Are you? Did you ever see the King? No. I, mean, I suppose you would have been a, a tad on the young side. Although, when did he pass? I think it was 77. Huh. But I, I wasn't really into Elvis when I was in uh, junior high and high school. I, I It's just, uh, I don't know. It seemed by that time to be somewhat, you know how kids are. Uh-huh. You, you get, you just think, okay, that's old. That's that's not. You don't think, okay, there's a classic. Although I was a little partial, I did like Frank Sinatra. Uh, I want to remind you to join us tonight at six o'clock at Legend Sports Grill, six seventy-seven South Two Hundred West, to cheer on the Jazz as they take on the Grizzlies at our official watch party. Brought to you by Coors Light. Come hang out with the Jazz dancers and enjoy great food and drinks. Coors Light and Legends Sports. Grill. Let's uh, proceed with the list. Apparently, um, I've got some questions that I may or may not answer. A bunch of questions here. Let me start with two basketball-related questions. Well, actually, there's more than just two. But let me ask you these specifically. Okay. Do you care about college basketball? Right now, not really. Because it's underway now. Yep. The local teams are playing. Utah State is is in the top 20. Uh, You know, it's just... Not not switched on. And we've talked about this off and on for the past, what, Jake? It seems like eight years mm-hmm. uh, that sometimes it doesn't really capture you the way it should. Now, I know some folks out there, hardcore folks, uh, like it and uh, follow it and go to the games. But it just seems like it's not the way it used to be. No, I don't think it is the way it used to it used to be for a variety of reasons. Now, I will say that the the spectrum apparently is back to its uh, old self. Oh, is it? That's kind of what former the, glory. What Scotty has been saying. So they're pretty excited about the Aggies, and and I get that. But these these early seasons, you know, these early part of the season, usually the opponent is not all that interesting. Although there are certainly some interesting opponents. Um, you know, the, it, we'll see. Utah State plays in Jamaica. Sometimes you can get those early season tournament matchups that are that are kind of fun. But you know, the sports table right now is pretty darn full. If you had the time, let's say you were retired, Jake. Okay. You uh, you have made your your money, and you can you're, you're floating in a raft. Would you follow? A local college basketball team. Go on the road to watch them play. Would would you get into it that way if you had the time? Um, no, probably not. It'd, it'd would be you more, do it it'd for be the more football fun. Teams. It'd be more fun. Or to would you do it the for the Jazz? Oh man, the Jazz would be fun, but they play so oh, many games. games. You'd that be would in Memphis be, tonight. That would be difficult. Uh, that's that's an interesting question. Uh, I'd probably rather follow a college football team. Let me let me ask this in a general sense to all our listeners out there: If you had the time and the resources to go on the road and and to go to most of the road games, which team and which sport, which school, which school, sport, and team would you pick to do that? For? Well, obviously the bees. <laughs> Because of the the garden spots around, the, uh, I mean, I want to spend as much time in Reno as I possibly can. <laughs> I wonder what the worst of the stops is. I'll probably ask Steve that. You know, I was talking. Who was I talking to about this the other day? What that Steve? He spends a crazy amount of time in Reno, but because you, if you think about the or not, what, what was Sacramento? Steve spends yeah. a crazy amount of time. Does there. Fresno have a team anymore? The 
Yeah, the Grizzlies, yeah. they're still they're Because, still uh, I mean, I think, uh, I, I'm not sure that Steve is, you know, on the Chamber of Commerce there in Fresno. Well, think about this, though, because you've got the Sacramento River Cats. So Steve does how many road series uh, a year? And that you're spending a like a. And, but that's supposed to be a nice stadium. I, I don't know. Yeah. If it is. But then there. he's also Sac State. So he gets them every other year in football and yeah. gets them at least once in basketball, right? So he goes to Sacramento a lot. But Steve, uh, yeah, think of the places that he, that he goes. Okay, now a question about NBA basketball. Okay. If you were to pick out one thing. And follow along at home, uh, think in your mind's eye what the, your answer to this question is. Of all the things in the NBA that you appreciate, what do you like best about it? And what bugs you the most about NBA basketball? Well, the, what bugs me, that's easy. That's the refereeing. The, the refereeing, yeah. But the, ref, the refs are the best in the world. Are you are you going to let me have my <laughs> have my answer to your question or or not? If you're going to get specific about that, what what would you, is it the traveling call the sort of indiscriminate traveling calls where this year they seem to be uh, emphasizing that, but n- not with James Harden. Oh, star treatment bugs me a lot. Star treatment. Star yeah. treatment bothers me bothers me quite a bit. And how how about this the the. No longer is there a no harm, no foul. Remember when we used to you hear like that? When we used to hear Hot Rod say that all the time, no harm, no foul. Like a, a lot of those shooting fouls from James Harden, should they really be shooting fouls? Come on, give me a break. Wait no a minute, harm, when he no extends fu- his arms. Yeah, no harm, no foul. No harm or no arm? No harm. <sighs> harm. Uh, yeah, but the, the, the star treatment, that, 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 that bothers me quite a bit. Uh, what do you like best about it? You know what I like the best about it? That they are the most talented by far. You can't even compare college basketball to what we see at the NBA, That's a though. crazy broad answer. I know. Um, you know what's pretty fun in the game right now is the range some of these guys are shooting at. Yeah. I mean, that, that game winner that Damian Lillard had in the playoffs last year with that uh, the, the famous meme of his face as everybody yeah. Is, is, yeah. is piling on. But, mm. uh, I mean, that that is absolutely incredible right we can all agree that that taking that shot at that moment from right there and knocking it down that's pretty incredible that's a fairly specific uh element or example i guess of what i'm talking about in the greater sense that what these athletes are capable of doing is just off the charts and then you watch a college basketball game and i know it's not fair to compare i i I get that no it's slow and clunky but from an from an entertainment standpoint and i hear some people say oh yeah but the college game they play defense they're more fundamental it's bs man the, anybody who says they don't play defense in the NBA isn't paying attention. Well, they sometimes play defense. Well, I mean, look, on an 82-game schedule, right. I mean, they're going to be off nights. I get that. You but, watch uh, the playoffs, you'll see some defense. All right. Uh, but, no, I mean, yeah, the college game, it, it, athletically, talent-wise, I mean, yeah, absolutely not. It doesn't compare. If you have a thought on that. But either can, does college football, uh, can, by the uh, way. You can uh, tweet at us. What? Either does college football. It doesn't compare from an athleticism talent standpoint to the NFL. True. It's not even close either. True. And college football still is pretty big around here. Yeah. Because of the identity with the school. But that exists with basketball, right? Not as much. In some cases. It used yeah. to. It used to. It helps when the teams are really good. Well, and it helped uh, at a time, too, when the, the Jazz weren't the Jazz. 
I mean, there there's plenty of evidence for that. That in you know, quote unquote, pro sports markets, the college, you know, why isn't uh, why isn't football huge in the Northeast? Like, because there's a zillion NFL teams in right. the Northeast. It's pro. Mostly PK pro. talks about that with Arizona State all the time. How mm-hmm. Arizona State has fallen off the radar in the Phoenix market uh, because of all the pro teams and the the on field product has suffered. Question: Can Carmelo help the Blazers? No. What's going on there then? Well, they need players, and specifically, they need power forwards. Uh, Zach Collins going down was that was a big deal for that team, and he's a good player. Portland needs they need bodies. Does it bother you when great players hang on? No, no, I, I don't. Some people that really bugs them. They say, "Go away, walk away from the game with your head held high. Don't uh, tarnish what uh, what you've achieved before." And uh, I've always had a little bit of a problem with that because it's Carmelo's life. Yeah, and he only has a certain window where he could even possibly play in the NBA. I, I Who no are we to criticize him for maximizing that? I, but some I people no really feel that way, Jake, yeah. uh, especially with the greater players. They don't want to see him hanging on. They don't want to see him just sort of being there to be there. Uh, Melo can, can probably go get Portland buckets. Well, the problem with Mello, and, and by the way, credit to Jazz for really exposing this. The problem with Mello is every second he's on the floor, the other team is going to run their offense right at him. <laughs> well, he's, the not the, he's not the only one in the NBA that that happens to. That's true. But some, but other players, their offense can can balance it out. I don't think Carmelo's that. I don't think he's that anymore. Listen, Houston thought that they were they were pushing for a title last year. If if they thought at all that Mello could help them do that. Mm-hmm. He would have been on the team. Right. Instead, they cut him ten games in. Yeah. Ten games in, they're like, "Yeah, no, we're not, we're not doing this." Let me let me personalize this to Jazz fans. Would it have bothered you if John Stockton had hung on for another three or four years, to the point where he was no longer John Stockton? Well, he was on his way to that, especially at the defensive end. Yeah, at the. I mean. How old was John when he retired? Forty. I mean, he was darn near close. So, but let's say he just wanted to keep playing. No one was going to tell John Stockton, uh, John, it's time. He would have had to adjust his role, and that's something that Mello wasn't willing to do in Oklahoma City. He, he has was to be willing Houston. to do that now. Yeah, I mean, you're you're lucky to be a part of it, uh, right? So, I mean. The players like Vince Carter should should be uh, deserve tons of credit. Vince Carter so adjusted his role, and uh, and had the more he adjusted his game too mm-hmm. with a long term vision in in my in mind, and he deserves a ton of credit for that because not all players are willing to do that. And if you are going to be successful playing out the string, that's something that even the superstars. You gotta you gotta come to grips with that if yeah. you're gonna do it. Yep. Last question for this segment. Okay. And this one's for you too, Adrian. What about Bert? Bert Bert can jump in if he wants. What is the most you've ever eaten in one sitting? All right, Adrian, lead us off. Uh, I think probably a various Vegas buffet session. Because you feel and, like uh, you feel like you gotta eat enough to pay for it. <laughs> Tell us uh, what do you remember? What was involved? How many oh, platefuls did you get? Uh, More than how many five desserts? More than five plates, probably. Five yeah. plates? I don't. I couldn't do that. Uh, Bert, uh, that's easy. Uh, Two thousand three. My dad took me to the Liberty Bowl in Memphis, and uh, 
went to the Blue City Cafe on Beale Street, and I ate about two racks of ribs a night while we were there, and it was it was fantastic. I loved every minute of it. Wow. So did you get sides? Uh my dad was paying. He's a little cheap, so there were no sides involved. But just the just the <laughs> just, ribs. Just the ribs? I, I, I was like ten years old at the time. So no mashed potatoes, no some, vegetables. Some, some macaroni and cheese probably would have been really good. But yeah, my dad just couldn't uh, couldn't uh, make it work. So all right, uh, Gordon, mine uh, mine's pretty easy as well. Have you ever been to the in, uh, the Maddox Steakhouse? Yes, in uh, Brigham City. I have. So they have a, uh, they have a, well, my, let me put it this way. My buddy used to, his parents said that he could go anywhere he wanted to for his birthday for dinner. And he always picked Maddox because he's a big steak fan. Okay. So I got invited along to go up to Maddox for my buddy's birthday. And um, he, he said, you've got to see the size of this porterhouse, man. <laughs> and you ate the so whole thing? So the Maddox porterhouse, we, we, I ate the whole thing. That whole How many ounces do you remember? I, you know what? I was, I was uh, looking to see if I could find the menu to tell you exactly how much it was. But, um, yeah, it was, it was huge. It, it, well, I, here's I found the menu. It costs thirty six ninety five. So uh, I don't know. I want to say thirty two ounces, but now that I say that, that, that sounds lot. that sounds like thirty two ounces. But see, that sounds like maybe it's too much. Uh-huh. Anybody out there ever had the Maddox Porterhouse? Tweet me <laughs> at Jake Scott Zone at Gordon Monson. But yeah, that. Yeah, I I was full for like two days. And then of course they had to eat all the other stuff alongside. Well, yeah, you get mushrooms and potatoes and yeah, I'm that, yeah right. Just, uh, it's it's all that experience. One time, Jake, I think I downed two full pizzas, two large pizzas, which might not sound like a lot, but it's a lot for me. That's a lot. Two large pizzas. Yeah, but I, you. Know, that was you, a long time ago, but. <laughs> No, I didn't turn it into a pizza sandwich, a giant pizza sandwich. But maybe you know, with with Thanksgiving coming up, maybe maybe uh, people at that time really uh, get to the point of regret. Well, yeah, I mean Thanksgiving—that's what it's all about, right? I got more questions for our listeners. Okay, coming up. we'll get to it coming up next. We are live at the warehouse. Come see us, nineteen sixty-seven South, three hundred West. More straight ahead here on ninety-seven five and twelve eighty the zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Ralph Russo of the Associated Press talking college football. What kind of chance do you give the Pac-12 of getting into the playoffs? I think it's pretty good. I think the bigger issue might be more what if Georgia and LSU play in the SEC championship game. Georgia hands LSU its only loss of the season. But again, I think the Pac-12 is on deck. I I think the Pac-12 is not poorly positioned at all to get its champion in. Now that is barring nobody gets upset down the stretch here. You know, any kind of upset with Oregon or or Utah, considering what they have left on their schedule, is going to be really damaging. Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is the Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Worn through a party in the county jail. The prison band 
Also, our friends at Diamond Airport Parking, fantastic rates, free car washes, 24-7 shuttle services, detail, oil change, and glass repair while you're away. Diamond Airport with the best rewards program in Utah, only airport valet service in Utah, park right and save, just off I-80 and Redwood Road, Diamond Airport Parking. We have Howard Beck coming up at the top of the 4 o'clock hour, but uh, Gordon, you have another question or two for us Yes, real quick? I do. Uh, what should Miles Garrett's uh, punishment be? I heard that he was out for at least the rest of the season. Indefinitely, uh, and at least the rest of the season. I, I think that's probably maybe taking a bite out of next year, too. That's probably pretty appropriate. Swinging the helmet? Yeah, you can't do that. Uh, what about Mason Rudolph? Did, what about should he? Did, what'd you think of that whole exchange? Um, I, I think that... Um, I, I think that let me put it this way, like I, I don't think he helped the situation. He certainly fanned the flames. He's probably not real proud of his behavior either, but he also did not cross the line. I don't I don't excuse like when people bring that up like what are you what about his role? Well you don't excuse the behavior mm-hmm. of one because the other wasn't totally well behaved himself, right? Yeah. But the other guy didn't cross the line. He didn't swing a helmet at the dude. That that's dangerous. That's that's the bottom line. So I don't know. I I think how the league's handling it so far is right. Pouncey got three games, which, you know, he was he was stomping on him. You can't be doing that. I mean, we know where the line is, right? Speaking of the line, how violent do you want your football or your hockey to be? Within the rules. Okay, but what about fighting? Do you uh, like fighting in hockey? Not really. I don't. I don't understand why why that's tolerated in hockey. That but, doesn't but, make any but, sense. But, but what happens is everybody cheers. Uh, right when the gloves are dropped, everybody starts. Everybody stands up and starts cheering. You know, so that makes it okay. No, it doesn't make it okay. It just, I, I get the feel. It's almost like some people going to watch car races to see the see crashes. The wrecks. Right. Yeah. I, I don't. I'm not sure. I I like the skill and talent and strategy involved. I don't need to see fight. I don't need to see guys swinging helmets, ripping people's helmets no. off, and all that kind of thing. That's just uh, nonsense to me. Real quick. Um, well, I'll save that one for maybe the not sports support. But I have this question. I, 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 let me tell you something fu- I heard that's pretty funny. Tell me if you think this is funny. Okay. Do you like glasses? Do you like the way glasses look? Like, like reading glasses? Like, like okay. Let me let me put. I mean, do you think it makes a gentleman look distinguished? Do you think it makes a a woman look attractive? I mean, some people will uh, seem to like that look, and others don't seem to like it as much. Yeah, I'm. I don't know if I'm passionate one way or the other. I, I think certain people really look good in glasses. I heard a joke the other day. The com- comedian said uh, that he one night he went out to, uh, to, to, to clubbing or whatever, and he was trying to impress the ladies, and he wore his glasses, and a woman came up to him and said, you look better without those glasses on. And he said to her, you look better. Without these glasses on, I thought that was a pretty sharp comeback. No, sure, yeah. So if you ever need to insult anybody out there, there you go. <laughs> Some of us aren't just obsessed with women's looks like others are. I lost man's look too. Mm. I wasn't just singling out any gender. 
All right, uh, we're here at the warehouse, 1967 South, 300 West. Howard here's a, Beck. Here's a man that looks really good in his glasses. Yeah, he I is. I say so myself. Those are good-looking glasses there, Ray. You're 70 years old. You're glad anybody <laughs> says good-looking. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're glad you're here, Race, because uh, you're taking advantage of Tom being out of town and helping our listeners. I am. I received a text from Tom. I didn't open it, so I'm not sure what he said. Uh, but let's talk about uh, watching TV again in the game. Remember we talked about the recliners and the sofa recliners. How about when you're laying in bed watching TV? The first thing you do is what? You prop yourself up with a couple of pillows behind your heads, try to get a little relaxed to watch TV. Let's fix that right now. How about an adjustable bed? And people say, oh, wait, 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 wait a minute. That's way too pricey. That's out of my price range. I can't afford it. Let's do a crazy Tom boom price. This is really the best deal in the whole valley, and I hear it every time we sell it. This is not just a statement. It's a true fact. You're driving down the freeway here in the valley, and the billboards say $6.99 for an adjustable bed and mattress from a big box store just down the street. That's a pretty good deal. But until Monday, how about an adjustable bed and mattress? Gel mattress, four ninety nine. Wow, that's a beauty too. That's a beautiful bed, and we'll deliver it and set it up for a very small fee. How about that? Take advantage of it, Ray. Thank you, sir. Nineteen sixty seven South three hundred West. Also, don't forget about their Orem location, the grand opening. It's brand spanking new, eighty six East University Parkway. It's the old Toys R Us building. Check it out. We'll have Howard back coming up next. Ninety seven five and twelve eighty the zone.